On the Healthy Human Revolution podcast, Dr. Lori Marbus interviews nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests whose informative and inspiring stories will empower you with the knowledge to transform your life and health. Welcome to the Healthy Human Revolution podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marbus, and I'm so excited to introduce Miss Katie Adair. How are you? Soon to be Dr. Katie Adair. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Yeah, I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Lori? Good, thanks. And so Katie and I crossed paths um, working on some other research projects together with another group. And I was just enthralled from the beginning. And we've met and we headed off. And then I decided you would be the perfect candidate to take my place at the International Journal of Disease Reversal and Prevention. And now Katie is the managing editor of the IJDRP. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying that role. It's a lot of fun to interact with some of the biggest names in the plant-based world. It's kind of intimidating, but it's oh. been really great. <laughs> I honestly, you are you were made for that role. You're going to take it to the next level that I could never dream of. So I'm super excited to see you know the future of the IJDP. And by the way, guys, that's IJDRP.org, Open Access Medical Journal based on plant-based uh, nutrition research. And check it out, support it. It's really, really cool. Dr. Kim Williams is the editor-in-chief who we all love and adore. So definitely IJDRP.org guys, check it out. And Katie is the managing editor. So don't email me anymore. Email Katie. <laughs> yeah. Send them my way. Also, send them Katie's way. Yeah. It's the best journal. I have to say the people working there are just incredible. I mean, every time I talk to them, I feel just so much better about myself so pumped up they're just so <laughs> kind and loving and they genuinely care and yeah working for the journal I'm so proud of it I think it's so much fun so awesome yeah, very well, grateful that, that that is really cool because that was literally built <laughs> from post-it notes on my wall <laughs> <laughs> so it, it started with the conversation with Dr. Scott Stoll and Dan Purgis um oh my goodness that was in 2000 and 17? Has it been three years yeah. already? Yeah. And uh, they're like, we well, want to start a medical journal. I'm like, okay, have you guys started a medical journal? I was like, he was like, no. I was like, well, I haven't started a medical journal. <laughs> so I guess we'll figure it out. And we did. So Katie, I'm so excited yeah. that you, you have taken those reins. I feel so relieved and honored to hand them over to you. So I'm really excited to see where you go with it. Well, thank you, Lori. Uh, you're welcome. So Katie, speaking of why we're saying like she's going to be a doc, is a PhD student um, on the tail end of that and has done some amazing research. Can you tell us a little bit about one, you know, just a little bit about your research, because then I want to go into your story, because that's pretty cool. And so tell us a little bit about what your research is, because I want people to know your expertise. Yeah, so I do research on a bunch of different things. Um, my passion is really plant-based diets and how they can help improve chronic diseases, uh, specifically chronic kidney disease. That's kind of the area that I work in. Um, but chronic kidney disease is so multifaceted. You have um, hypertension and diabetes, usually obesity, all of those things tied in with chronic kidney disease. So I'm looking at all of these diseases, all of these chronic diseases that a good majority of our country suffer from um, and how those can be, you know, mitigated by a plant-based diet. Um, and I, I look, you know, I also do some research in like data 
science, I guess, I look at um, different data sets from the CDC, which are absolutely incredible and huge. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, I'm a statistics nerd. So I take a lot of this, this data that's been collected and I look at different ways, you know, different methods, I guess, um, for analyzing uh, chronic diseases and specifically chronic kidney disease or CKD. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of fun with with telling everyone about plants and um, doing a lot of statistical coding. I, I, for some reason, I just have so much fun with that. You are such a nerd. <laughs> I love it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh. that's what my friends tell me too. But <laughs> it's like a puzzle and, and you get to solve, you know, you get to solve something like a mystery almost mm. using numbers, using stati- statistics and yeah, when you get the results, it's just, it's really fascinating. And then going backwards and trying to figure out, okay, why did we get this result? This is not at all what we thought we would see. So fantastic. that's what I, that's what I like to do. Yeah. And hence you guys can now understand why she's a perfect place at the journal. <laughs> I love it. So now Katie, I see also, I, we're going to talk about your plumbing shirt, but I see you're wearing a, a Healthy Human Revolution shirt. Oh, this is, this is my favorite shirt, actually. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and just, I really do mean that. It's very soft. <laughs> it is. We only, only the best from the HHR, but we'll get to why you're wearing that shirt here in a second, besides you're just awesome. But n- tell us a little bit about your, your athletic endeavors. Not only are you smart and beautiful, but good grief, things that you can do. I've seen her do pull-ups, guys, in person. And I mean, it's just, I'm so jealous, but anyway, that's <laughs> the point, but tell us about Katie growing up in Littletown, Texas, who I know her parents who are just sweet as all, is amazing as well, but and what that was and how this led to college and being a, an amazing athlete. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take you through kind of the journey, the journey, um, my life in a nutshell, maybe. So yeah, I grew up in Graham, Texas. It's a very small town. Um, awesome place to grow up though. And I have fantastic parents um, who were just very supportive and um, yeah, very encouraging, I think my entire life. But but we grew up riding horses and we had cattle. My dad has a feed store and raises uh, beef cattle. So I grew up in that culture, as you can imagine, eating red meat every single day Um, and yeah, and riding horses. And that was such a fun thing to do. I learned how to become fearless, really. You get bucked off of a horse and you get back on and you keep writing, <laughs> right? Um, but I was I was also at the same time, I was doing gymnastics. So I did gymnastics for about 10 years. I had, yeah, ridden horses. And I, my favorite thing riding horses was barrel racing. So that is like the most adrenaline rush, you know, you can get pretty much on the back of a horse it, in my, you know, in my little world. Um, so yeah, I was just not too scared of anything. Um, being a, you know, being a gymnast, being a, you know, a, a horse rider um, in, you know, and all of those things. And I, in junior high, I was, I wanted to be involved in sports because I thought this is just, you know, the next adventure. This is going to be so fun. I was really quite terrible. I was really small too. This was like seventh grade. So I was 12 years old, really tiny for my grade. I was the smallest kid in my class. And very weak, extremely weak, um, which you wouldn't guess now because I'm an average height, like five, seven. Yeah. What are you going to say? Even, like? even with being a gym, gymnast, you were weak. I just can't believe you. I was, I don't, I'm, Katie, I, I don't believe weak. you. 
<laughs> I was just very, I mean, I had like, I had decent, like, I actually had like biceps. I mean, you can see pictures of me riding horses and like, I look really strong, but like, I was so small that I was just. But you were tiny, tiny and mighty, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, moral of the story, any, moral of the story, I couldn't hit a volleyball over the net. So I didn't even try out. <laughs> for the volleyball team. And this was junior high was like the time you had to make it or break it at this time. And it was, I didn't try out for volleyball. The next, the next sport was basketball. And I wanted to be a basketball star more than anything. I thought that was my destiny. And I really did. I, I tried out for the team, but I couldn't make a free throw without like jumping off the ground. And they said, you need to keep your feet planted. And I said, well, I can't do that because I'm not strong enough to get the ball to the net. <laughs> and they said, you can't be for real. And I said, no, that's, I'm just going to have to jump. And so um, needless to say, well, maybe not needless. I'll tell you, there were four teams, A, through, A team through D team. And I was one of like two people in the whole school who didn't make any of those teams. And I was so sad because I thought I was going to put you on D team. I mean, come on. It's they couldn't even, I couldn't even get Texas. a, <laughs> I couldn't mean... even get a pity, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's okay. I think, I think God had bigger plans for me because Absolutely. <laughs> the next, the very next season was track. And I tried mm. out for like every event on the track team. Um, and I remember specifically, I had tried out for like seven events and they, only wanted you in like a handful right and pole vault you know kind of tryouts came up and all you had to do were pull-ups and you had to do like three pull-ups forward and then three chin-ups you know with your hands facing the other way and I knew I could do that because like I said I was tiny and it was really easy to lift but you are not weak if you could do a pull-up you are not weak (laughs) you're right I had really good mighty really big guns you know but I uh yeah, couldn't throw the basketball, but I could lift myself. So yeah, my I just thought I had already tried out for too many things. And I was like, oh man, I really want to try out for this, but I shouldn't because my coaches are going to get really mad because I've already tried out for so much. And my friend, my friend Leah at the time, best friend from childhood turns around. And she goes, Katie, you need to go over there and try out. And I was like, no, no, I can't. She goes, go. And so I just picked up and I went. And I tried out and they let me, you know, they said, okay, you can come to the, the initial practice for pole vaulting. Um, it's this afternoon. You've got to, you know, run over to the high school. And so after, you know, school, I ran over to the high school and I watched these boys pole vaulting and, and about half the time, and I'm, you know, not exaggerating, they'd go up and they'd come back down and they'd land on the ground or on their head or, oh you my know, it was scary. And there were probably 10 or 15 of us girls there who had tried out and gotten through the pull-up, you know, uh, I guess hurdle like, and, and had made it out to practice. And by the end of the day, there were like maybe four of us still standing. Just, and this was just watching practice. Um, They're like, so, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were just like, that looks terrible. That looks scary. And I thought, that looks like fun and kind of looks like what I do on my horse. You know, I'd go up and I fall down on the ground and then I do it again. Uh, So it just wasn't scary to me. And I thought it looked like fun. So yeah, I, I kind of started to, you know, join the pole vaulting squad and there was an amazing coach there. He's still in my hometown and just a great guy, uh, coach Gordy. 
and he was so encouraging to me, but I was really bad. I mean, I was just awful at pole vaulting and we all started really small, but everyone kind of took off a little faster than I did. And um, so that first year, that first whole season, they said, you can kind of practice with us, but I don't think you're going to go to any track meets and you're not going to compete for the team. We, you know, you kind of need to just stay at home, do a little practice. So I practiced that whole year and I don't even know if I competed. Maybe they let me at like one meet. Um, but I came back the next year and I was really determined and I just, I wanted to be good at something. And um, so, yeah, I got better in eighth grade. And then from there, it was kind of a, you know, a slow increase. Um, and I started going to a coach in the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which is like a two-hour drive each way. Um, and my coach there, George, he's like a private coach, just an amazing guy and helped me improve from, you know, I was going about eight feet in my, yeah, my freshman year of high school. And he got me to 12, 12 feet, seven inches, uh, my senior year of call or of, um, of high school. And that was, I didn't realize it, but that's like a recruitable height. And I had all these coaches calling me and saying, Hey, do you want to come bowl vault at you know, <laughs> university of Oklahoma, Texas state? I think I got Georgia calling me. And I was like, I never thought about really college sports, but I'll consider it. And so, yeah, it was kind of a weird, probably not the traditional path that, that a lot of college athletes take, but I guess everyone has their own journey, but yeah, I kind of, you know, I had all these schools recruiting me and I went on visits, you know, all over the place and that was really awesome. But then I thought, I don't know if I want to do it in college. I had a lot of back pain in high school. I had stress fractures in my back and it was, it was really hard to pull vault and it was um, yeah, it was just painful if I'm being honest. And, and so I thought, you know, I'm not sure I, I really want to do this. And then I don't know, something in me just, just thought I need to give it a try. I, I got to do it. And that was the best thing that ever happened. I think to me, because I, you know, my experience is incredible. I, I would never take it back for, mm. for anything. Um, and yeah, I got to, I signed with the university of Oklahoma on scholarship and, got to go there. Um, it was wonderful. The team was wonderful. The people were wonderful. They treated us like, well, they treated the track athletes like they treated the football players, which is really something to, to say. I mean, you felt special. You felt really awesome, like top-notch elite athlete. And it was just, yeah, it was like, you know, an experience unlike anything else I've I've ever had it just you are walking on air all the time right <laughs> um it was fantastic and I did really well um my freshman year but I got a stress fracture in my shin um and so I had to sit out for the outdoor season I got to, there's two seasons in track there's an indoor and an outdoor the indoors usually January um January and February and then outdoor starts about two weeks after so March and can continue until like June July sometimes further. Um, so yeah, I competed in the indoor, had a stress fracture in my shin and I competed through the stress fracture. It just was really, it hurt a lot. It, if you can imagine running on like a, you know, a broken leg that's still Jeez. together, <laughs> it was not fun, but, but yeah, I, I had a great year, but my coach ended up leaving, um, Oklahoma and this was an Olympic year. So this was 2012. All the coaches seemed to shift around during these like Olympic years. And so, my coach shifted and got a job at Wake Forest in North Carolina, which I'd never heard of. I thought, what snake forest? What is that? You know, and 
and I look it up. It was it was just way different than anything I had ever seen. You know, a very nice school, a very academic school, um, a very fancy and expensive school. And I thought, well, there go. You know, I'm not even going to think about that. Um, but I was I was at OU for another semester, and I had like five different coaches. I had one come in, then they'd leave, but people were getting jobs. And I I understood they have to, you know, they need to go where, where they are supposed to be, right. Where they're needed. Um, But it was really hard on on us athletes. And so I, there was a time, I think middle of the semester and I called my former coach and said, Hey, I need you to recommend somewhere for me to go. Cause I, I'm not going to get any better if I stay here. Love OU. Absolutely love it. But I just, I'm not going to improve. Um, and he said, well, you know, well, there's a couple schools. There's, you know, great schools like Arkansas, Indiana. I mean, he he said, I'll call these coaches. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, kind of before we hung up, what about Wake Forest? And he's like, oh, I never thought you'd consider it. So yeah, I'll, I'll ask. And so anyways, that all came together and I got to go visit Wake Forest and then got a scholarship there that yeah, that made it feasible for me to actually go. And I, um, yeah, I had quite a world whirlwind there. I went and I think the first year I was there, I tore my hamstring at the very last meet of the season. It was, I had a great year, but I, you know, tore my hamstring like right when it counted. And um, yeah, I was, I was like tied to go to nationals and for the tie, like right before the tiebreaker, I tore my hamstring. And so during the tiebreaker, I was still trying to vault, but I couldn't really run very well, as you can imagine. It was, it was crazy. Um, yeah. And then I think the next year, um, that was when I, uh, broke my foot. Yeah. I may have had, I, it gets lost in there. Cause I had six total years in college of, of sports. So it's like, oh, they all blur together, but, but yeah, I had a, another year where I was, you know, starting out kind of, kind of mediocre, but I was really training hard, trying to, trying to do well. Um, and, and not end up in the same place I, I had the year before with tearing my hamstring, you know, and yeah, I broke my foot right as the outdoor season started and I was just running, I was running down the runway and decided not to take the vault. So usually that would, we'd call that a run through. You just run from the yeah runway up onto the mat and the step before I jumped on the mat, my foot popped, which is so weird. And I said, ouch, <laughs> that really hurt. And it was broken, um, just an acute fracture of my fourth metatarsal. And so, yeah, I that's I had a lot of time on my hands after that. I was on this little scooter, um, and I sat at home um, for yeah, because I couldn't walk for like I think I wasn't running again for six months. It was a long recovery. It was a not a great for some reason my foot just wasn't responding um, well. And yeah, I sat at home for a long time started doing research because I had at Wake Forest kind of gotten into the academic side of things and had realized, oh, I know how to read research articles, kind of. I mean, I was just a, a little baby researcher, but but I was like, research articles, you know, there's something to learn from them. There's some good science in there. And so I started looking up, you know, best things for bone health, best things to prevent injury, um, best, you know, diet. And uh, I really got focused in on the diet because I knew with with my training, there was not much I could control. I mean, my coach was really good at, at changing, you know, the workouts for me and modifying, but like, I still had to do 
the workouts. I still had to train to pole vault and, and I knew I slept pretty well. So that was another thing in the literature, like getting good sleep and staying hydrated. And I was like, I already do those things pretty well. I was a, I'm a good sleeper um, and good at hydrating. Um, I'm always going to the bathroom like every hour. So I, I know I'm pretty well hydrated, right? And I was like, I think diet is where I have to like, I have to zone in and I got to get good at this. And so, yeah, through a ton of research, I thought, or I came to the conclusion I need to go plant-based and it was really weird because I was at home and so I'm like in my parents pantry like oh I think this can of tomatoes is like the only plant-based thing I can eat so I'm like sitting there trying to eat like plain canned tomatoes and I'm like this is terrible I don't know what I'm gonna do you know and and but not telling my parents because they would have been like no we you know we raise beef you're not you know you're not gonna not eat and that. your dad does like he's deep into like nutrition with animals and yeah he he actually makes so he makes the feed um for yeah. cattle and horses um and he's kind of yeah I guess an animal um nutritionist if you will um, and now he's got he, you <laughs> yeah me a troublemaker um causing <laughs> him a lot of a lot of turmoil good well, we've had, we've, we've come to, we both have talked to him and your mom together, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he's, you know, he's really respectful um, of, yeah, of the science that we do. And, and he really does believe in it. He just, he says, this is, you know, also my lifestyle and I'm, I'm a farmer. I can't, you know, I can't really change too much of, of what I do. This is my entire life. So, but, but he does, I'm impressed. He, you know, I think even more so now that I've, uh, probably talked his ear off about this he <laughs> plants a lot of vegetables in the garden and he eats a ton of them and he's been doing that his whole life um but he's even more so you know puts an emphasis on it now kitty I ate three peaches today and every day <laughs> for the last two weeks and I'm like dad that's a lot of peaches good job <laughs> oh I love yeah, it so so anyways, tell us yeah so now you're in your plant-based yeah <laughs> so you you did all this research you were injured and so tell us the next year what happened. Oh yeah, the good stuff. I yeah, we heard it. We heard all this horrible, painful. Yeah, yeah. No, but suddenly yeah. what happened? Okay, so this was, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And actually I'm gonna pull it up so I have the exact numbers for you guys. But I, yeah, I started going plant-based and I had lost some muscle and just, I mean, I was totally out of shape. I didn't do anything for like, I don't know, four or five, six months. I remember it was a long time. Right. And my foot was, was really, yeah, it was a difficult recovery. And so I start coming back and I had to start on pole vaulting. You measure like your strength, your speed, your form, a lot of times by the pole that you're using and smaller poles are not as good as bigger poles. You want to be on the biggest pole you can so that you can jump the highest you can. Right. And I started that year on the smallest poles that I'd been on since like high school, maybe even junior high. It was embarrassing. Um, and I was just, you know, I just wasn't doing very well mentally, physically, but I, you know, I bought into this plant-based thing and I said, I'm going to go for it full steam. And so once I got back to school, I did. My roommates thought, you know, she might be a little crazy, but we'll see if this works out. Um, cause I, I just took everything out of the pantry. I was like, I'm going, I'm kind of a cold Turkey person. I'm an extremist. Like I just go all in. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, that year, you know, I started training, started eating plant-based and I also 
was doing a research study on bone density and body composition. And so we do these things called DEXA scans. And I did it on several of my teammates as part of the research study. And I got to do it on myself too. And so I have like what my body composition was, you know, all throughout the year. And so from, I think it was uh, August until that, that next April, I gained 7.81 to be exact pounds of muscle um, and lost 2.15 pounds of fat, which is so cool. And I don't even know what happened after that point because I continued my season. So that was mid-April um, or late April. I continued my season through like mid or yeah, mid or late June. And so I probably kept improving, but that's incredible. That's almost eight pounds of muscle that I gained on a plant-based diet and then lost, you know, at the same time, lost two, a little over two pounds of fat. And, you know, the best part about that is, like I said, my season went till late June. That's a really good thing in the track world. That means I went to nationals. And so, yeah, I jumped the best that I ever did. I jumped, uh, 13 feet, eight and a half inches. That's wow. 4.18 meters if you're converting um, at the regional track meet. And I, I just like, I knew I was going to peak. I don't know what it was. I just knew that I was going to peak right at the right time. I felt good. I felt strong. I had like, I just had so much confidence in what I was doing because I was like, I've got an advantage that no one else has. Like I have got my nutrition, you know, totally down. I feel good. I recover quickly. Um, I, I'm not going to get injured and my bones aren't going to break. And that's what, you know, I knew as long as I stayed healthy, I was a good vaulter. And so I could make it, you know, like I knew what to do as long as I stayed healthy. Um, and I could do it. And yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Also, my sister showed up to the track meet where I did my best ever. And she surprised me there. And that, you know how much I love Kristen. She's yeah. amazing. And so that was now, just like, is she fully plant-based now still? She is. Yeah. She's gone plant-based and she's Go like, girl. yeah. Every time she, she's like, Oh, I had to have like fish at work and I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't even care for it. And then it made me feel bad. So anyway, she's oh, like, fantastic. yeah, she's awesome. So she's feeling really good too. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I jumped the best ever and made it to nationals and it was like, wow, this whole plant-based thing is really awesome. Now, not only did you make it to nationals and you did the best you had ever done, but you had no injury, right? Yeah, no injury, no bone injury. That was the first time in my life during a track season. Since, that I didn't since have, you like, a started, right? Since you yeah. started literally all those years. So we're talking how many years? And That so was a decade. Um, to that point, it was probably eight or nine years. Yeah, probably wow. nine, maybe Amazing. more. Amazing. Ten. I, yeah, you're right. Somewhere around there. A um, lot of years. Yeah, a long time. And I ne- I haven't had a stress fracture since I've gone plant-based. I mean, I haven't broken any bones. And I mean, Amazing. But, but also, I mean, I had high bone density before, before I went plant-based. So it's not, you know, it didn't, only have to do with like, oh, you improved your bone density a ton. Like I had good bone density, but it improved a little bit more. And also I just, I think I was recovering faster. And so I wasn't as susceptible Mm. to, you know, to that inflammation constantly or to that injury, you know? Well, not only that though, too, if you think about it, you were coming off of being convalescent for five, six months. 
So you were at so deconditioned would have put you at a higher risk of injury, but yet you go on to not only have no injury, but perform the best in your career and make it to a level that you had never succeeded before. It blows my mind. I like how you put it, Lori. (laughs) You make me feel really good. (laughs) Well, it's just just phenomenal. And what cracks me up is there's this coincidence of you having these DEXA scans showing the body composition changing. I was just like, and this is this isn't newbie gains. I mean, granted, you had that convalescent period, but you so you had already muscle, but you had added yeah. benefit. You might have had a little gain. This was the gains. leanest. This was yeah. the leanest I think I ever was in my college career. Was oh. yeah, but like lean in a Amazing. in a good and strong way. It wasn't like yeah. you know I wasn't like low Dang. weight. Like I was at my peak weight, which was I mean for me like high one thirties or low one forties. Like I was. I had a lot of muscle on me. I think Mm -hmm. it shows right here. Like my lean mass was 105 and a half pounds, which is like, that's a lot of lean mass Mm -hmm. um, for a female of my, you know, my normal weight's like 135 ish. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was, I was strong, but it, you know, and I was, I was a little over like my, my average weight, but it was all muscle. I mean, it was just awesome. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I could feel it. I really could feel it. I mean, I could just tell, like I was, stronger than before and you're right like you don't expect that you know coming back off of injury Mm -hmm. to come back that quickly because that was Mm -hmm. you know it was uh I don't know maybe eight or so months that I was actually like you know going full steam ahead and Mm -hmm. turned it around and got you know got that kind of I mean those gains were just what I got in seven months so amazing that was pretty quick that's very quick. And so now to get to the, to the really cool stuff, because not only can the people listen to the podcast here and your incredible story, but now we're going to get to why you're wearing, well, one of the reasons I sent you the HHR shirt earlier, but why we, we recruited this amazing person, uh, Ms. Katie, to share her knowledge with you guys. And we had her develop a course. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of give you a little bit of like my credentials as well. I know Lori mentioned I'm working on um, a PhD right now, but yeah, I I got really into the research um, component at at Wake Forest and took that into a master's degree, got to do a master's at the University of Pittsburgh. I also got to compete there, which was really fun um, for a very final year. Um, And then I got to, I worked in a research hospital for a year. And then I realized, you know what? I want to go back and I want to do more school. I want to get a PhD. A lot of these people, you know, that are in charge of the research are, are doing PhDs. So yeah, I, anyways, I am now in my final year of a PhD and they call us ABD, which means we're all but dissertation at this phase. <laughs> and that just means you are almost done, but you could drag this out for the rest of your life if you really want to. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm planning to graduate um, this August, but but yeah, I, so I've paired up with Lori and, you know, I've learned so much in all of my education and then also my personal experience um, to be able to bring to this course um, a lot of my, yeah, knowledge of both exercise physiology, nutrition in like the formal sense, but also in the, I've been there, done that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is what it actually feels like, you know, this is what <laughs> these mm-hmm. things are actually um yeah how they play out in real life rather just you know than just in a textbook but um 
yeah, I'm in the course. It's it's called the uh, plant based diet exercise. Oh, plant based diet and exercise masterclass. And so, what I really want you know to come across, what I want um, someone going through this course to to really get from it is like exercise and nutrition are not only the most amazing things you can do for your body, but if you pair them up, you get this synergy um, that is just incredible. And it's the best thing that you can do for your health. If you're an athlete, if you're an aspiring athlete, if you are a stay-at-home mom, which is totally my dream job. Um, <laughs> if you are a stay-at-home grandma or grandpa, or you know, a stay-at-home dad, whatever you do, um, yeah you should be exercising, you should be eating well. And I would say that's a plant-based diet. And so, yeah, what are, you know, how do we do these things? I, I really like to talk about that. Like let's work on implementing these things right in our life. So, so yeah, I think the, I'll, I'll kind of take you through the modules quickly. The first is what I just said, like why nutrition and exercise make you a healthy human as my shirt <laughs> says, right? Um, and then, then you've got to also listen to your body. And so that's, that's the next module that I take, uh, yeah, take the, the student through in the class is how do you understand the signals that your body's giving you? And this is like my absolute favorite, because I had to become an expert at this while I was a college athlete, because I'd feel something. And I thought, this is either going to get worse, or I can like, turn a corner right now, and I'm going to get better, right? Like, I'm feeling totally fatigued all day. Well, you have to figure out where that's coming from. Is that, you know, are you low in something like B12 or iron or have you not been sleeping or are you exercising like way more than your body can handle? And so I, in the course, I talked through some of those things and how, how I know and my body is very unique, you know, but, but how you can know. Um, and then also, you know, go to your doctor and your doctor can help you. But, but I love talking about listening to your body. That's like, mm. Yeah, that's a skill that's been gained over a lot of trial and error and, and many years. Um, mm -hmm. But I, the next module um, is how to, I call it how to lose weight, how to maintain and how to gain. Um, because a lot of people are, are looking to do one of those things, right? A lot of people are looking to lose weight, um, but in a healthy way, in a sustainable way. And that's what I get so frustrated with a lot of, of the misinformation out there that tells you, you know, you can lose weight this quickly, you, you know, you, you can get it off in like a week or two weeks or four weeks. And, and it's this short term temporary thing, like get your beach body ready, but we want to have like strong, healthy bodies for our entire lives. You know, a beach body is great, but that's only during the summer. I want to feel good all year round. And so that's kind of, you know, I love talking about that, but also there's a lot of people wanting to maintain their weight. Like myself, currently I want to maintain it, but that's a very fine balance. And some days you're like, oh no, I'm, you know, I need to check myself. And then other days you're like, oh geez, I, you know, I've not been eating enough. And, and so that's kind of fun to, to talk about, to assess. Um, and then also how to gain weight. A lot of people are also looking to like gain a specifically muscle mass. And um, if, you know, if my short seven months of gaining, you know, a little over a pound a month of muscle and losing some fat at the same time is any indication. I, I have, you know, some experience in that area that I can help share. And I think that it's really fun to share, you know, especially that with people who are, who are just looking to, yeah, how do I do this? And a lot of people tell me, 
oh, that's impossible on a plant-based diet. You can't, you know, you don't get enough protein. You can't, you know, gain muscle. And I prove you wrong with math and science. And well, I make it a little bit fun in, in the course. I love it. You do a really <laughs> nice job explaining all of that. So you guys, it's, it's really good, but what's the next module? Yeah. So this one is also really fun because it's something I say often. If you have a body, you're an athlete. And what I mean by that is, yeah, everybody is an athlete. Inherently, you've got a body. You can do amazing things with it. Some people don't have the same capacity as others with their body, but you have a lot that you can do. And I think that it is so fun to be able to maximize um, your, just your health, your potential. And I don't think everyone needs to compete at, you know, or do any of these things. It's really fun to do those if you want to, but it's also really awesome to be able to like, oh, just last week, I took down my mom's Christmas tree and all of her stuff. And it was really hard and heavy, but I'm really strong and I can do it. And it was like so gratifying to do that for my mom. Um, yeah, just because I like, I keep my body maintained so that it is ready to mm -hmm. do, you know, to do things that, that are called for in life. Um, and same with, yeah, like if you're a mom, like you want to be able to lift your, your babies and, um, and same with, yeah, if you're a dad, like you want to lift your kids, you want to be able to, to help in certain situations. And so how, you know, how do you kind of treat your body in such a way that, that you're ready when you're called to do these things? Um, yeah. I, I like that. Like, I like your body's being ready. Yeah. It's ready yeah. for the daily, you know, needs and, you know, requirements of just being a human. <laughs> so yeah. and we live in a world that so much is done for us, you know, automated things and we're sitting all the time. So it's even more important now than ever um, that we think about those things. Like what, where do I need to do to maintain health in, in the exercise and opponent? So what is our next module? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and just touching on that really quickly. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, they don't consider themselves athletes, but what we're talking about here, they're athletic maneuvers. I mean, things that you do day to day are, are totally athletic maneuvers. Um, so yeah, I like talking about that and like, yeah, you are an athlete. You just picked up a table and moved it across, you know, across exactly. the like you're exactly. an athlete. <laughs> you think that little toddler that's, you know, 20 to 40 pounds, isn't some athletic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, sorry, Lori, I just, I no, get no, keep going. I get excited. Um, so yeah, the last module is how to actually implement an exercise training program. Cause this is where, you know, I've talked about all these, these things. They're, they're really great to think about. Um, I have a lot of things in the back of my mind all the time, but when it comes down to it, you have to think practically too, and you've got to like put things into motion. So in the fifth module, I talk about, okay, let's get you to where you actually can get a routine. What, what allows you to, to develop a routine? How do we get into that? And then how do you actually carry it out? Um, and then I give different exercises and I give several different um, weight sheets as examples. Um, some that are, that are, you know, maybe more beginners or, or people who are wanting to do like myself, I consider myself like, I just do lighter weight, you know, and, and then I go up to, I have some uh, weight sheets or PDFs that I, that I've sent uh, you guys that, yeah, they'll be a little bit more intense. That's more like what I was doing in my college days, training three, four hours a day. Right. So it's fun to kind of give those out and people can, can use what they, what they need. I mean, 
I like to pull from several different sources and this works for me. I, you know, I enjoy this and, and yeah, actually writing it out, getting a plan down, sticking to it, something that I'm going to, I'm actually going to do and plan to do for the rest of my life, obviously with variation, but like, I love getting a routine, getting a solid plan and saying, okay, this is how I'm going to stay healthy. I'm going to stay strong. I'm going to feel good for ever, you know, as long as I can anyways. So. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, and that kind of echoes back to my mantra of people have forgotten what it's like to feel normal when we're not moving mm -hmm. as much. We don't feed our bodies well. We don't get the sleep we need. We have a tons of stress we're not dealing with. So, you know, if you can build those like you described those those habits or routines that are just in there on a daily basis they all stack up and then before you know it you're doing things and feel so good and you're older like myself being 50 now you know you sit there and you're you're thinking wow i don't feel like the other 50 year olds i'm seeing walking around i certainly feel you know like i'm in my 20s my brain thinks it's in my 20s. my body thinks this oh maybe i am in my 20s 50 is a new 25 <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> Laura, you look like you're in your 20s. So I don't know if anyone's convinced that you're actually 50. <laughs> I don't know. I, I birthed those those three. So I That's don't know. True. That's Which, true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, it, it was, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, Katie came out and we had such fun filming and I yeah. just can't wait for you guys just to really, um, it, it's a really well done uh, course and it's it's just fun to share your knowledge and coming from your experience. I mean, it just, it speaks lines. And if this doesn't impress you guys, dude, I don't know what will. I'm really serious. Like this, I mean, it's oh, one Lord, thing to you're see. Too kind. No, I'm serious. I mean, you look at Olympic athletes. Okay. They were training their whole life. Then they go plant-based. They still do, you know, they're, but you actually had injury after injury, discovered oh it by yourself, implemented it, did the testing and this research. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it was like a perfect layout over so many years of, this perfect experiment that led to this amazing response. And now you've embraced it in encouraging others to do. I mean, yeah. I just think, I just see this, this path. It was just like, wow, that was meant to be. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And, and I love the word, you know, the, the keyword you use there is experiment. And that's how I felt most of the time, mm -hmm. you know, in my college career, I felt like, you know, I am a researcher. I <laughs> love doing experiments the only person I can really do this on ethically is myself. I'm going to go for it, you know, and I N of did. One. <laughs> yeah. N of one and huge success. I mean, mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic um, results. And, and yeah, I've learned so much, so much beyond that too. And, and it really has extended beyond myself. Um, that was, you know, I think as athletes, we tend, to, I mean, this is our job to be very focused mm -hmm. on ourselves, but, but now I, I'm not an athlete and so, well, I am an athlete, but I'm, I'm not a, you know, a full-time college, right. college athlete anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, I've looked out into the world and seen, wow, there's so many people we can help. And, and yeah, you're one of those people that is absolutely inspiring. I mean, you go out and help all of these people <laughs> just, you know, just with plants. And so, yeah, a lot uh, of my friends, a lot of my friends give me a hard time because plants is my answer for pretty much everything. But but it is the answer for almost, almost everything. It, I'll tell you, it's, it should be your starting point. Um, there it's we go. Very easy to implement. And, uh, you know, it, what you feed your body is literally the foundation of everything else. And honestly, I don't even start the conversation about exercise until I get their diet and, sh and short mm -hmm. up, at least in that, you yeah. know, other people are like, I need to exercise more. I'm like, no, 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 
we're going to talk about what you're feeding your body so that you can exercise to your potential yeah. and, and, see and those feel things. good while you're doing it. Right. Yeah, Cause I 100%. feel, I mean, I feel good while I'm exercising. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I get maybe way too good. Cause afterwards I'm like, I'm jacked up. Like, let's go. But but it didn't used to be that way, you know? I used right. to <laughs> like cringe and say, oh no, look, another shin splint. Oh no, another stress I fracture. Used to get, yeah, used you've to get whooped sur- by it. And you've had surgeries on how many things? I, uh, just Noise. my hip. I'm about to have to have surgery on my other hip. Um, oh. because that, but that's an injury from Lingering. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I had, well, and, and genetics. I have torn labrums in my hip, so. But the yeah. one that I had surgery on is great. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Shored up nicely. Good hip. Good, good. About you know fifty thousand dollar hip. <laughs> <laughs> it's my expensive we, one. You are not even gonna talk about healthcare. But anyway. the other the other one was was free. So the other hip was free. No, awesome. I I really didn't. I didn't have to pay that. But <laughs> but, but I call it I call it my fifty thousand dollar hip. Of course. Oh so, my yeah. goodness, that's so funny. Um, but anyway, guys, I do want to say thanks, Katie. I I recruited you out of your day for an hour, and I did want to say thank you for sharing mm-hmm. not only your knowledge and story, but just you're just so delightful. It's just oh, I just love enjoying you, too, Lori. you so much. <laughs> Yeah, you always you always uh, brighten my spirits, even though they're already like pretty bright. Every time I talk to you, I'm turn it up, let your little light more. shine. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, if, if I'll tell you guys, if this doesn't brighten your day, I don't know what. I don't know if there's much <laughs> for you. So anyway, Miss Katie, Plant. thanks so much. Plant. Plants, yes, turn it up, turn it up, and uh, you know, it's like you gotta let your light shine. You just gotta let your light shine, and that's what that's you do. Right. And so, thank Aww. you. Thank you, Lori. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See the links below. We'll take you to the course and lots of other amazing resources at Healthy Human Revolution. And if you have any questions, please put them below. And if I don't know it, I will just tag Katie and have her come over and answer those for you. So thanks, everyone. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. Lord. Thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoyed that video. Before you go though, please hit the subscribe button and the alert button. So you will be notified whenever we upload any new videos. On Monday, we upload the Healthy Human Revolution podcast. Now, if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find it on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. On Tuesdays, we upload The Doctors In. This is where I answer your questions. Thinking of that, could you please comment below any questions you might have about health or wellness or any topics that you would like me to cover? Now, if you're looking for more resources on how to start a plant-based diet, sustain a plant-based diet, exercise, recipes, anything regarding wellness, we've got you covered. Check out HealthyHumanRevolution.com. And again, thanks for watching.